This season on Sit With It, we're going to explore the world we live in. We live in a world where it's a journey to be able to process things, right? To be able to actually sit with things, choose to interact with them, rather than just being passive or reacting to absolutely everything that comes our way. And I think there's a lot to do with this because we live in the world of media. We're flooded with media left and right. And whether we like it or not, that media does impact the way in which we perceive our own lives. And I think that oftentimes the world around us perpetuates false realities that we often measure our world and our lives to. These ideas promote unrealistic expectations and often unhealthy ideas of what our world ourselves and our life should be like. That doesn't necessarily change until you have an epiphany of sorts, right? Whether it's religious, spiritual, meditative, you climbed a mountain, saw the light, you name it. A catalyst that makes you stop, pause, and rethink everything you know. So sit with it is a place where you're going to be led by someone who is able to move between worlds, so to speak, while knowing where they're rooted. And that someone is me. I went through my own spiritual awakening. And I often used to feel like I was two different people. I felt like the girl who came from a Brazilian family, who would sometimes feel really uncomfortable on the beaches in Rio de Janeiro because I didn't necessarily like wearing bikinis. And well, you're judged on your bikini when you live in Rio. And I also was the girl who was stressed and worried about the college I would get into because, well, my high school was a college prep world where the minute you turned 15 and got your permit, you also got a Range Rover. And I was also the girl who would go to Shabbats with my family and my cousins would be texting underneath the table during Kiddush to try and reserve a table at fill-in-the-blank club in Miami because that's what you were supposed to be doing every Friday night. And to be quite honest, that was the last thing I ever wanted to do. I've lived through a lot. I've seen a lot. And I took time for me not to want to hide myself from it, but rather sit with it. And I've learned to love where I come from. I love that I come from a Latin, fiery culture, and I grew up in Miami, and I've been exposed to so many different life experiences that I've been able to live abroad, that I would find almost home feeling to not being understood by my Israeli bus driver and being laughed at when I would try to recharge my Ravkov and eventually, embarrassingly so, end up sitting in the middle of the wrong bus going the wrong direction in Jerusalem because that's what it means to be American in Israel, right? <laughs> how I've been able to see the world through the different experiences that my life has brought me through has really helped me realize that you can and should be able to sustain spirituality, your Jewish identity, in a world that is ever-changing. But by doing so, you ground yourself in the person that you used to be 
and the person you're becoming. I used to feel really conflicted by the fact that I love music and I like TV and I wanted to still watch TV and listen to music without having to completely isolate myself from that reality. You see, I became religious in college, which is kind of a novelty if you ask me. Like, picture this. It's probably a Friday night, you know, or I'm in a foggy frat house in Boston, and there's a 20-something-year-old snit, as I used to be called, holding a red Solo cup filled with water and wondering to herself, why am I here? Does anyone also wonder why they're here? Like, why is this the definition of fun? Or how about the time I was confronted about wearing skirts? Oh, this is a good one, guys. I received a text from a random quote-unquote sister from the sorority that I was a part of in college asking me if I was quote-unquote religious because she saw more skirts in my Instagram profile. Now, first of all, random sister of the week, why are you stalking my Instagram? Two, why are you making it public that you're stalking my Insta? And three, why do you even care? Since when did I have to prescribe to people's curiosities about where I was holding religiously? Like, why are people so fixated on each other? Are you trying to judge yourself based on where I'm at? Come on. Or how about the time, right, that I came home and I went into my childhood bedroom and I found myself remembering how it used to be covered in posters of Blink-182 and other alternative bands and found myself wondering, will my children have similar experiences that I did growing up? Like waiting in line for hours for overly priced water bottles at music festivals, most likely on Shabbat, which now I hold and adore. I think the difference in where I used to be versus where I am now and I'm still trying to attain is that there's confidence behind me. A friend of mine reminded me of this truth that there's no one more attractive than someone with confidence in what they believe in. I can't say that I'm a master at this or that I've been able to transcend it because quite frankly, I'm in it with you. But I'm getting to a place in my life where I can openly and comfortably with so much love, respect, and new boundaries, sit with the different parts of myself, be grateful for them without judgment and process. You see, life is built of different genres that create this beautiful trailer that really gives you a snapshot of where you were, where you are, and hopefully where you're going. Where you come from adds flavor and significance to where you're headed. And if I had to give myself a flavor of the week, I'd definitely be spicy because, man, <laughs> my life is nothing but bland and everything becomes more enjoyable because of it. I've been able to have this self-love and acceptance because I've learned from the people around me. I made sure to surround myself with friends and mentors who are like-minded and whose lives I admire and characteristics I want to emulate within myself. And when you see people who are also struggling but doing their best to choose to find more meaning in their lives, it subconsciously becomes the standard for you as well. And I want to bring you to an idea. So close your eyes. Don't roll your eyes at me. Just listen. Close your eyes. Imagine a world where you can differentiate between what's real 
and what's not. Where you can have nights that you can enjoy great food and the company of your friends and not indulge in the experience, but rather create something out of it. Happiness is the feeling you have when you accomplish something, but joy, on the other hand, joy is what you accomplish when you're with others. Now I know you're feeling that joy within you. It's probably pumping through your veins, getting excited, right? Maybe you're having a burst of creativity. You got some ideas in your head? Good. Hold them there. Ground them so you can jot them down when this is over. But for now, I want you to bring your eyes open and realize that world is real and that world exists within Sit With It. This podcast is a place where we can have purposeful conversations. Every week, we'll be focusing on different avenues of life with different and interesting people in mind. Now, no one has mastered it, but we're all working in our different fields to choose to find meaning. And I want to emphasize that it's a choice. It's in your hands if you want to elevate the physical. But why wouldn't you? Why would you just settle for scratching the surface when you can dig deep? And we'll be doing that by exploring books, music, creativity, fashion, essentially where the spiritual and physical worlds merge into one. That's where we sit with it. And let's make that world possible and make it a reality because that's where we come together within that physicality and spirituality. That's where we sit with it. And I'm Hannah. Welcome to the first season of the Sit With It podcast.